and welcome to clown school. It's your teacher, <laughs> Brayden Ledbetter. <laughs> it's me, your other teacher. <laughs> clown, clown face brown junior. I, I'm your teacher, clown number two. <laughs> I'm here with clown number but, one. How are you, clown number no, one? No, you're the first. You're the first one. But they just go. You go by clown number two. Right. That's my my nickname. That's called me in high school. It's it's an inside joke that only I think only you know. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing with our lives? Welcome to Through Imperial Eyes. We're here to talk about Star Wars news, which there isn't much of this week, but we're here to talk about it anyway. Um, I already said my name, Jackson. I said your name, so uh, we're here. Um, yeah. What's give me the the lowdown on your life in all of its gritty details? I'm still working on Midnight Horizon, kind of lazy oh, with it. God, but like it's getting good, it's getting better. Um, I found um a good hardback edition of uh Attack of the Clones, and I now have Ooh. hardbacks of the prequel trilogy. You got the trilogy? Ooh, yeah. very cool. So, and then um, Jen and JJ came. And uh, they hung out in Cape with us for a couple days. Went by my comic shop, and I got uh, a variant cover of Life Day Number One. Very cool. Um, it's got Leia, and Jen bought me this. I'll shine a light on it so you can see it better. This variant cover of Crimson Rain Number One, and it's Very got cool. it's got one of the uh, Knights of Ren on it. Uh, nice, but yeah, that's I'm trying to think anything else. That's pretty much it. Um, I re hung up the comics and then I'm trying to do, oh, I'm trying to buy a shelf for down here so I can put my figures up. I took them down mm. a while ago and haven't put them back up yet. <laughs> and, uh, I think I'm going to try and rework them and, oh, I just got little, uh, those Bandai model kits. I got, mm -hmm. uh, I got one of TIE fighters today that I'm going to build later. Oh, nice. So yeah, that's, that's been it. That's pretty much what about you? Well, about me, my name is Braden. Oh, I live here. Long walks no. on the beach and a double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> no, so what happened was last week, directly after we recorded, I had to make a Target run. So there I was in the middle of Target, scrambling around, crying, pooping, and yeah. peeing at the same time. Yeah. That's what we do. Puddles, puddles. As Star everywhere. Wars fans, puddles everywhere. <laughs> no, but. <clears throat> There I was in the middle of Target and on an end cap, just they must have just set this, was all of the new like Book of Boba Fett pops. Oh. Um, and I picked up, I, I, I currently ha like have, like I've already had the red chrome Mando yeah. from Target and I got to, got a chance to pick up a red chrome Boba from That's Target. Cool. Yeah, so I have, that that now. yeah, I have that. That was really cool to find and pick up. It was only eleven ninety nine. Very, very, very cool very steal because that'll yeah. it'll be um, a lot more expensive. I hope in I, the coming years. I have never been into Funko Pops. I have never really understood why, but I always like how diverse they are mm -hmm. in the stuff. I, we went to Target today, and um, so I saw a Fennec Shand and uh, a Luke Skywalker with Grogu. And the Luke and Grogu one, I was like, "Ooh!" I was like, "That one's kind of cool." Like, I would have, I wouldn't mind having that, like, as a decorative piece. Mm -hmm. um, my Target's been stocked on carbonized Black Series. Oh yeah, Paz Vizsla, the um, Scout Trooper from Mando, and the Shore Trooper from Mando. 
Very cool. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Uh, their new Lego sets are up, and the Book of Boba Fett one is there with Jabba's Palace, and I thought that mm. was pretty cool, as well as the uh, the Mando and the Rebel Helmet Lego set, like the, oh, the nice. helmet stuff. Yeah, I thought that Mando one was really cool. I might hump on that, but... Yeah, I think... I'm not too big on Funko Pops either, but I only I only like Star Wars Funko Pops, and there's only specific ones that like if it's yeah. a character that I like really love. Yeah, like I I always pick them up when I see them. Or like you know I found a JJ Abrams Funko at oh, like yeah, Saga yeah. Toys and like things like that. I don't really I was collect to them just to collect them like a lot of people do. Yeah. Like no problem if you do that. I just, I'm just not one of those people. I just like some cool, interesting I, Star I Wars ones. I prefer the Black Series. That makes me, that, that reminds yeah. me of being a kid and having like the good quality action figures. I say that, but Hasbro has been doing dog water with their, with their quality on these I know. figures. I don't know but why I cannot get myself to like unbox any of my Black Series. I bought They all just sit there like this, they're packaged, I sitting, bought, dusting, um, yeah, collecting but dust. But you know what? There, there's an aesthetic in that too. Like I... I wish that some of my early ones, I got rid of like the mold that I held them in and just kept the box. And I regret that, you know, and then, and I keep them now when I buy them, but there's an aesthetic of having, it's kind of like the Funko pops. Like I, I yeah. expect you don't unbox your Funko. Pops. I do unbox those. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Wow. That's a, that's a change in a turn for me. Mm-hmm. You throwing yep. curveballs. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like keep whole, on your toes. Yeah. Right. I like the idea of like posing them and like, I get little like stands for them that they can, they can prop themselves on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I think it's cool using their accessories and all that fun jazz, like the Boba Fett, the Boba Fett's fun to kind of change up and have them in different yeah, stuff. It comes with a lot of goodies. It does come with a lot of goodies. Yeah. I really wish that they made a Mando like that. That was good. Yeah. Cause the one that they have, it comes with like Grogu and like his little pod and it does none of his, no Mando stuff has the spear. And I wish that it would, but I guess it doesn't matter anymore too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. That's it. Well, so I also want to tell you <clears throat> last night I sat down Picked up Fallen Star. Oh, yeah. Started reading. Finished chapter nine. Okay. Then, then I fell asleep. <laughs> Remind me what's in chapter nine without spoiling too much. Uh, I'm still like something like the big thing that I'm expecting to happen has not happened yet. Um, but it's like very close. Like it's like a, I think it's like a chapter after like Leox and um, like Geode and like that whole crew shows up on the oh, Starlight okay. Beacon. Okay, so people are still arriving on Starlight and getting oh, situated. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I couldn't remember. Is have they gone down to the cargo holds yet? Um, I don't. They they go a couple times, but like you know each time that they, if you don't know, then okay, then you won't. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Okay, I'll get there. I, I plan on digging in here. Cool, cool, like cool. I said, this. This time next month, I will. I have pledged to be done with Fallen yeah, Star. I'm gonna hold you to it because so. I I want to have this this phase one book review because I'll probably be done with Midnight Horizon by then, nice. and we can start really getting into higher public talks. Yeah, and I've I've already pledged too that by October, like before phase two starts, I will be done with at least all of the books of yeah. phase one. I don't know about comics, but books for sure. Well, I'm thinking too, by the time phase two is close to starting, they'll have all of the volumes out for it. Um, and that's what I'm waiting for is once mm. the last two 
sets get their own like like paperback books i'm gonna buy all all of them i'm gonna get all six of them and have the comics and then i'm really hoping that they're making the individual storylines like their own sets too like i hope we get a monster of temple peak and uh an eye of the storm i'm forever angry i miss the day eye of the storm number one came in and i have yet to find it i'm still like looking for it to try and get it i know i want it bad um but yeah yeah well, cool. I we'll think I'm talk. ready to talk about some Star Wars news. We don't have a crazy amount this week, but there are some things worth talking about. And let's get into this first news story. So starting off, we have some Mandalorian news. Um, we've got a bit today in this episode, but um, Mando season three has some set photos that were leaked. Um and they are teasing the return of a season two character. Um, Bespin Bulletin has revealed two set photos from the set of Mando season three um, that return a supporting character we saw last season. Um, while the character's return won't be considered a huge spoiler for many people, um, like to raise a minor warning and advise those who uh, don't want to go in knowing things if you know you want to have a fresh slate when you watch it you know you can skip a little bit and not hear this but um we'll be talking about we'll be talking about uh who it is and um what we think they're doing but um yeah i'm just giving off that warning um are you gone did you do it i don't believe what are you you. still doing here what are you still the the movie's over go he's over go Go home home. Uh, the picture is, um, it's Simon. How do you say his, his last name? Kissan, Kissan it is? Kissan? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the technical term. Cassian, I'm not going to try that. Um, Cassianides? I don't know. It's Axe Woves, um, from Bo-Katan's crew who wasn't played by, um, Sasha, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. I'm, I wanted to say Sasha Reeves, and I was like, I know Sasha that's, Baron uh, Cohen, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> My helmet. <laughs> oh, um, God. Axe Wolves is making his return. The Clown male school, Mandalorian fr- that appeared alongside Bo Katan and Koska Reeves in Chapter Eleven of Mando Season Two. Um, Wolves was notice- notably absent in the season finale, which we did not see his return to his clanmates. Um, Speaking to Christian Christian Har- Harloff during an episode of Sith Council last year, Katie Stackoff, who plays Bo-Katan, has speak of the absence of woes at the season two finale and said, quote, he just wasn't there and there's a reason. It's just one of those things where I don't know if the story is something I'm supposed to tell, so he's just not there, end quote. Why do you think there's like... All right. Obviously... <laughs> He'll be making his return, and your your first guess would be that it's because Bo-Katan's going to be in season three, and he's probably chilling with Bo-Katan. Um, I think the the addition with the quote and knowing that, I, I, I think that um, there's something a little deeper to that. Um, and I would almost say that Axe Wolves is going to be leaving Bo-Katan and joining Mando uh, in his efforts and kind of like his following Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't think Axwell's played a huge part in Mando season two. Like he was no. just basically just there a lot. Um and I, I don't expect him to be a big character. It's more um 
he'll be like a cool background character that like, I guess I, I expect this season Mando to be building his clan. And I, um, think that Bo-Katan is going to lose her followers under Mando and will end up eventually joining him herself. Um, mm. But she's going to be against it because she wants it because she's greedy and Bo-Katan. Well, with her, with Katie Sackhoff saying that there's a specific reason, sorry, excuse me, why he didn't show up in season, the, the end of season two. Yeah. There's, there's got to be they got to be doing something with him that is more meaningful than just he wasn't there. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of saying is like the excuse that they give is kind of weird because it makes it seem like he's supposed to have more. I I think it'll for sure be addressed in yeah. season three. Um, and maybe it was just some gig, but I, I could really see it being like he lost faith and he, and he, and he doesn't trust it. And maybe he goes to Mando to try and understand it better. Yeah. I don't know. Who's to say at who's this to point? Say? At this point, Besides, um, at clown school, who's to say, you know, <laughs> at clown school, who's to say, I was going to say, who's to say in general, probably a couple people could say, but, um, well, you know what, Jackson, great Scott, because Mandalorian <laughs> season three has added Christopher Lloyd as a guest Star. So nice. after enlisting Carl Weathers, Nick Nolte, Werner Herzog, and even Michael Bain, Favreau and his team have recruited Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd to guest star um, in the third season of the Disney Plus show. According to The Hollywood Reporter, um, not much else is known about his role at the moment, but from the tag guest star, he should not be expected to pop up in more than like one episode. Maybe um, this will be Lloyd's third major franchise, obviously after playing um, Doc Brown in Back to the Future and Klingon, Klingon antagonist in Star Trek 3, which I didn't even know. No, um, I'm not, while he may have gone unnoticed, Lloyd, now at 83, has been busy the last few years with roles in films such as The Tender Bar and Nobody, and he's also a uh, three-time Emmy Award-winning actor as well for those trivia heads out there. But I heard Nobody is good. I heard that was too. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch I didn't it, but, I heard, it, but it. I heard it was good. Um, um, so here's my thing. They, they're tossing around this word guest star a lot here. I would, I would call Amy Sedaris a guest star. Yeah. And she pops up in like quite a, a lot, yeah, ma- ma- quite a but I would still call her a guest star. I wouldn't call her like a prominent character in anything. I, I think it would be cool if they used him as like a recurring character, even though like he wouldn't be like there wouldn't be like an episode focused on him. Yeah. He's not a story element. I think it would be cool if he was like a really cool, like star Wars mad scientist or something like that. That'd be kind of go. I I don't think they'll go that route, but, um, or if they made him like some, I politician or something. Well, uh, that's a very different route for what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. I expected, um, um, like, What's a, you know, like in Western movie tropes, there's always like the man with no name and the bartender that he stays with, the Mm. guy that runs the saloon. I picture him to be that style of character, um, but he's like old and kind of, you know, decrepit. And I I picture like a rougher looking Christopher Lloyd. Okay. um, Expecting him to kind of uh, almost be like what Quill was to Mando. Maybe it's another character Mm. like that. Yeah. 
I saw a tweet saying, what if he's the voice of Grogu? <laughs> hey, baby, it's yeah. me, Grogu. <laughs> um, I think above all else, it's going to be a new character. I don't think it's going to be someone we've seen no, before. It's, yeah, it's going to for sure be a new character. I, I think this is how they make <laughs> us care about the, because we, you know, Pedro talked about, there's going to be a lot of new people this season that we're seeing. I think that's how they're going to keep it interesting is that they're going to sprinkle in new faces while also casting like, or like old, like rec, very recognizable faces for some of these roles mm-hmm. and make it kind of a, a cameo route. Um, but yeah, this will be really cool. I think Christopher Lloyd's a great actor. I, I think, yeah, I think he's got, I love Adam's he's got the family Star values, Wars, you know, I, I, he got the Star Wars vibe too, I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. And I think so, him and, him and Pedro will do really well, just chemistry wise together. If he even interacts with Pedro, I, we bet don't you, know I bet you he will. They'll make Christopher Lloyd talk with the big man. <laughs> the big man himself. Big What's man. next year? Um, this is the George Lucas. Yeah. George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy received their 2022 producers guild of America milestone awards. The pre- prestigious award is given annually to honor a person or team's contributions to the industry. Lucas and Kennedy are being recognized together as a credit to their extensive body of work individually and collaboratively through Lucasfilm. Spielberg introduced the pair and both had short acceptance speeches. Kathleen said, quote, we work side by side through one revolution in our industry after another revolutions, not only in the means of movie making and in the, in the ways movies reach audiences, but also in the composition of our business as women, artists of color, LGBTQ and differently labeled artists uh, and producers who have fought for and won a place on the table, propelling our community towards a more inclusive, diverse, richer and sophisticated, more sophisticated and nuanced sense of our responsibilities for social, racial and economic justice. There's that's a mouth. Full, Kathleen. I know. There's no one that I would rather share this moment with more than my friend, my mentor, my greatest master Jedi of them all, George. End quote. Um, yeah, no, no shit. I, I could barely say it. George said, um, quote, to me, that's the first and foremost job of a producer, which is, is to do the impossible and you do it every single day. And then every single day, something, something comes along to destroy everything you've done and you have to pick it all up at lunch and figure out a new way to finish the movie in, in con, in con, conjun, in conjunction. conjunction. Wow. I can't, I Words can't do this hard. That is with right. the director and it's daunting to say the least, but a producer never works alone. One, you have to have a great crew. I've always had the best crews. I couldn't have done it without them. And so I think my job is, is also to gather them all together and inspire them to be the best they can be. I got to say, George went a little Trump there. When, <laughs> You have to have a great crew, and I always have the best crews. Okay, I yeah. have the best crews. Well, everyone I, always tells me I, I have the best crews. I love Kathleen's because it's very like, like it's it is it is updated. It is it is a leader kind of like response. It's very like, in like motivating and and mm-hmm. inspiring while also you know thanking and giving the congratulations to where it's due. And George probably walked up there and made that on the spot. <laughs> It's like George had his George had his martini in his hand. (laughs) It's Um, like you know what producers do a lot of cool things, but you got to have a really good crew, and now you have the best crews. I have uh, have great crews. I couldn't have done it. They probably they made up most of that story anyway. You know, (laughs) no. But in all seriousness, yeah, I think George and Kathy. I mean, they've been working together for forty years now. Yeah, right. 
obviously has done a lot for Lucasfilm, and that's the reason why she was appointed by George to head Lucasfilm. So uh, we very, watched very much, um, very much deserved. Yeah, and yeah, I huge congrats uh, for them. It's always a big, th- big thing to see Star Wars. Well, not even just Star Wars, but just like Lucasfilm at that big of a level be recognized sure. with, you know, because I mean, George hasn't made since 1977. He's made nothing but Star Wars. Right. So and like he hasn't made a movie since 2005. And he's winning this award, yeah. so like that kind of has to tell you. That kind of tells you a lot the about impact uh, that you the impact he's had on the industry. Join it on, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely, for sure, for sure. So huge congrats to them. Did you see those huge those, those pictures of them sitting at that event? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, man! The t- it's, it's funny. It's kind of like an ice spy looking through it, and I know. And he's like with Favreau and Filoni, and then Spielberg's I, I there. Love and then how Fav- Coppola is there. Favreau's got his armor on Filoni, and you can just tell they're like planning. He's like, all right, so Mando's going to go down to the caves, right? He's going to have this dark saber. He's going to have to fight Mythosars. He's going to have Grogu doing force shit, whatever. And you think that's what they do at those events. They just plan the next they movie. They just sit there and like methodically break it down while they. <laughs> just get drunker and drunker and then they show up Dude. the next day at work all right we've got the story see if that was the like i wouldn't be doing if i was working for lucasfilm i probably wouldn't be doing that unless i was on the clock yeah yeah it right requires so much of your brain to like make meaningful Develop decisions those like stories yeah. yeah um we got our last story here and it has to do with jedi fallen order the sequel Ooh. um and we have a trailer trailer reportedly coming to star wars celebration in anaheim which boo we won't be going to we teased it yeah right burped. we <laughs> we teased yeah, it and then immediately ended the call and we're like okay maybe we can't do this actually yeah what happened was if you weren't listening to the end of the episode last week we were like weirdly we were prompted to like maybe we could just go to star wars celebration yeah, we like, and we, we looked at the tickets off. we're like you know what this could this could be okay and then we we live like 28 hours away from california well um, you were like, you were like it's like 12 it's like it's not that bad of a drive well, I, we're like I, I forgot that it i cuz i realized it is that like 27 hours from the here the 12 to- hour drive isn't too isn't to california the 12 hour drive is to like florida like orlando yeah, yeah. um so that's kind of where I got flipped around. But anyway, what happened was we looked at tickets. We were like, yeah, the Fortnite tickets are sold out, but we can still go for like one day. But then we realized we'd be spending all this gas and money just to go to yeah, a one day. Yeah, it'd be a four-day trip celebration. for a one-day thing. So we decided we were going to go next year to um, all things considered that they work out. And it yeah, actually happens, happens in America yeah. and um, COVID stays away and stuff. But anyway, back to this news, getting sidetracked here. There is a sequel trailer planned for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Um, once again, games journalist Jeff Grubb has noted that we'll be getting the official announcement of the Fallen Order follow-up before this year's halfway point, which obviously means Star Wars Celebration. The Venture Beat reporter has offered a clear time frame now on his latest podcast while answering fan questions about what he knows about the title, claiming that the game will be revealed and discussed at Star Wars Celebration this May. Following the decision of Star Wars game distributor Electronic Arts to cancel their planned EA Play presentation intended to appear later this year. And he says, quote, we're going to hear about the Fallen Order sequel in May at Star Wars Celebration. It's when that's coming. So keep an eye out for that because that's where it's happening. I think it's probably not this year, probably early next year. So meaning we're probably going to be getting the Fallen Order sequel in 2023, which is cool. Um, 
what do you want out of a Jedi Fallen Order sequel? And what do you think, how extensive of a trailer do you think we'll get in Celebration? Um, I think it'll just be a cinematic trailer. Yeah, same. Um, my biggest thing is that, my biggest question after finishing the first Fallen Order was where do you take these characters and continue on a story? You're and taking then, the clown school. <laughs> the, the question, I, the question I answered, I, I essentially got was um, like, put them, put them in different areas of star Wars and kind of let them shine in that. So I would almost think this, this game's going to be, um, like bounty hunter centered, maybe, maybe mm. like, maybe they become a crew of smugglers and like they try mm. to make their way in hiding. Um, cause that's kind of the end of the moral of the first one is they're like, we shouldn't expose these children. Like we got to fix the Jedi order, mm. but we shouldn't expose them to the empire. So maybe this game is they like quote unquote lay low and they get involved with bounty hunters and like, um, different stuff and you can you can introduce new characters you can give us characters from the comics i think would be really cool um and have the maps be cities or mm. mantel Corellia, uh uh coruscant um go I'm, out and do like I'm trying to think of mid rim and outer rim planets It'd be kind of cool if you could go to Tatooine, like you could go to Moss Eisley. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if, I think this would be cool, but I don't think it would happen, but it would be cool to discover and like meet a different Jedi. Yeah. Be fun. Like that's what you play as like, you're not Cal Kestis in this game. This time you're this Jedi that <sighs> okay, you know, has talk, a different story. I would, after much prefer that. I would much prefer that. I think that is, yeah. um, really cool as like a series idea and and all right truth be told i'm not a huge cal kestis fan like it's not that i, it's uh, not yeah, that I don't not like either. him i'm just not huge on the hype with him so i would like yep. seeing new and different jedi I, I i much prefer that idea i think that's that's very good yeah i don't i don't have an issue with him as a character or anything it just i don't i don't personally connect with him on a yeah. level that i do like a lot of the different characters that yeah. i do connect with um and i would like a variety like that would be cool for these yeah. games to be like you could pick whichever jedi you know sure so that works so maybe it's a new jedi and the way he's been hiding is that he's a smuggler and he's already yeah, a bounty hunter i don't think it will be a new character unfortunately because just because of how successful the first game was i think That's they're fair. gonna want to continue that story which is fine um I just think Jedi Fallen Order ends on such a like, I guess a perfect note that like it does not need to continue. I don't it's, ever yeah, it's like such like no... a, it ends and you're like, all right, where do we go from here then? Exactly. If, like, that's the and case. it's like the things that you want to build off, you can do in the free play. Like there isn't mm -hmm. a huge amount of character development that needed to happen left. Everyone learned their lesson. Everyone learned their story. So, yeah, I mean, if, I mean, I'm I'm assuming this is just an assumption, but I'm assuming that we are going to be continuing Cal Kestis's story. And if we do, I don't need any more Vader. No, I don't think. Listen, it was, and you know what? They did it tastefully in the first one, so I think I think they did too. And I don't think they need smart to, enough to not. They don't need to keep going with the Vader thing because we're getting a lot of Vader. We're going to be getting a lot of Vader in Obi Wan. Do you? We're probably going to be getting Vader in um, 
you know, we're probably going to get Vader in Andor. Yeah, probably. We're getting Anakin in Ahsoka. We're getting a lot of Anakin Vader content here. Do you, do you think we will um, have a time jump? Or do you yeah. think it'll pick up right after? How how long? Give it a couple of years. Give it some time for the Empire to like really. So like 10 years. the height of its ten, power. 10 year area. I don't know about that. I don't know about 10 years. Well, because the first one's five years. So like the oh, time. I mean like the time like from ten, Order 10 66. Years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean like a five year jump from Jedi Fallen Order to the current game. You mean? Maybe it's about Cal becoming a master. That could be cool. Maybe, Maybe he takes about, on an apprentice. He, he takes on an apprentice and it's a new character. I'd be really down for that. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities lot and of I'm possibilities. open. They, I, I trust this te- this creative team. So uh, I I I guess um, it'd be interesting to see if Cal ends up joining the rebellion mm. or becomes affiliate. That'd be like a cool thing that like you could like help out the rebellion. And it's like a it's like a side plot. He meets like a teen Leia. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Yeah, I'm thinking he meets he meets like a cell like the ghost crew, not the ghost crew. Maybe maybe it is the ghost but crew. Wouldn't but wouldn't it be cool? That would be cool if he ran into Kane and all of them. Yeah. Um no, but like a cell that he like Cal ends up working with and yeah. helping out. So yeah. Well, cool. Um that's about all we got this week. There's only a few little uh, little snippets to talk about there, a little bit of a shorter episode, but that's all right. Because we actually recorded an episode this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know you messaged uh, me and I was like, is there is there news? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little bit to talk about, which is cool that we just got it out of the way. We have a nice breezy episode here. But as always, you can find us on Instagram at through Imperial Eyes Pod and then over over on Twitter at Imperial Eyes Pod and then of course on YouTube through Imperial Eyes Podcast. Jackson, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Quacks and Scaling. It's Q-U-A-C-K-S-O-N and Scaling Like the Triangle. And then you can follow me on my photography and Instagram, which is at Daylene underscore photography. It's D-A-L-E-E-N underscore photography. Brayden, what about you? You can always find me on Instagram at Brayden Ledmetter, on Twitter at Bradathlon, and of course, see what I'm watching, see what I'm reviewing over there on Letterboxd at B. Ledmetter, and see how they're doing in the video world over at Event19 on YouTube. Um, and of course, don't be shy. Uh, leave that rating, leave that review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those things, Google Podcasts, whatever you got to do to show us your support. We really appreciate that. And um, I think we'll be back next week talking about some more Star Wars news. And we'll be talking about... Uh, we got... Uh, breaking S- news? Skywalker Saga coming soon. Uh, yeah, two weeks. Two That's weeks not away. breaking news. Yeah, uh, less than two weeks. Two weeks from yeah. yesterday. The fourth, and right? Then, Ah, uh, sixth, sixth. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Then two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so um, we got that, and then like two, two, no, three days after that comes out, I'm going to Italy. Oh, for a week. Like, Italy, I mean, that's we're gonna be um, I think we're gonna be off that week. So I'm gonna be in Italy and Paris for I'll, a week. Uh, I'll do something. I'll do so. It'll just be me. And you know where else I'm going? Mm. Oh. In Italy. Oh, uh, actually, uh, I don't know the name exactly, but I, I have speculations. From Attack of the Clones? I was going to say, are you going to Naboo? That's oh, yeah. awesome. Your brother's going to Naboo. That's super. You know what you should do yeah. is bring, um, like, printed screenshots of the movie. And, oh, like, like the, find, uh, find the location. Film guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the location. Hold on. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
Well, um, that is our episode for this week, folks. Um, Again, please make sure to check out all of our podcast pages and leave that review and rating. And until next week, may the Force be with you. Would you?